0: You know, Devin, um, I, think, I think you need to start growing the beard out just a little bit more. Dude, I had it longer. Because you would totally look like Santa.
1: I've been asked to play Santa several times. I will not you play haven't. Santa. I do not want small children peeing on my lap.
2: That's fair. So many
1: I,
0: terrible jokes I can take that into, i have but I'm nothing. Not
1: to. I have nothing else that I need to say to that. Parents of small children that are listening to the show, you understand completely. And I don't care how many photo opportunities are there for your kids. I'm sure you love your children, but this Santa,
0: not having it. So you don't want soggy red velvet pants?
1: I will be social distance Santa. You can take a photo with me from six feet away. Cosplay Santa. I only go to conventions and they're never around December.
0: (laughs) The only way I would ever play a Santa is if I could do the Christmas story Santa and just kick every kid in the head down a slide.
1: I had ho, to, I was in the ho, play. Ho. I was in the play. I played Adult Ralphie, and I had to memorize like eighty percent of the script because I had so many lines, and That's I don't funny. remember any of them.
0: It's funny that you mention Adult Ralphie, though. They're actually supposed to be releasing next, pretty soon. I think it's, it's it in already about three or four
1: out. weeks. It's a yeah, sequel.
0: The sequel to it with Adult Ralphie.
1: Yeah, same actor. I don't. I mean, I'm gonna watch it because I was one of those kids, and I think you might've been to where the mm-hmm. marathon was on. Oh, it's still on on here. Yeah. CBS. You either got up too early or went to bed too late. So you mm-hmm. end up watching the, the the movie, like halfway through to the point where you stopped. And then it's like, all right, I'm going to sleep. And you get up and it's like, Oh, it just started. Okay. I'll watch it again.
0: See, I felt better whenever they started doing uh, national lampoon's Christmas vacation in that rotation as well, because that's the all-time classic Christmas that movie.
1: That is a classic yeah. movie. We should probably start the episode.
0: <laughs> making... Parlay? That's the one. Parlay! Parlay! Pittsburgh. Welcome to Holiday
1: Parlay. Holiday Parlay?
0: Holiday Parley! Oh, oh, oh. Don't call me that.
1: Welcome to a very special holiday-spirited episode of Parlay Radio. Introductions all around, gentlemen.
0: Jay Bane, Fat
1: and Mary,
2: John Coleman, and I am celebrating Christmas for 364 days this year.
1: Devin Hughes, and I am the Grinch at the end of the movie. We have a very special holiday episode here for Parlay Radio that was uh, coined by our lovely host, Mr. John Coleman. Uh, John, do you want to elaborate on how this episode is going to go?
2: So today we are going to be going over everybody's favorite holiday album and everybody's least favorite holiday album. We'll start with the most iconic or Infamous song of all holiday time And then we will all go into Each other's favorite holiday songs Slash albums And during this we will also give you The data of Some of these Iconic pieces of art that we've Each chosen to uh, represent
1: The most infamous song Which hold hold your tongue Jay For a second because I'm going to read these notes first Is of course All I want for Christmas is you by the one and only Miss Mariah Carey. Now, we're not going to go deep into Mariah. Whoever's giggling out there, it's cool. I understand. Um,
0: (laughs) To Mariah.
1: (laughs) Okay. We're not going to elaborate too much on Mariah Carey because she could be the subject of a future episode. But I do want to give you some facts about the song. So, as far as the song itself, this is co-written by Walter Afanasiev. Afanasiev. Why? Why is every name we get overly complicated? I never know how to read these. Whatever.
2: It only makes sense.
1: Who also produced "My Heart Will Go On" a sung by Celine Dion, "The Animal Song" by Savage Dragon, "If You Go Away" by New Kids on the Block, "One Sweet Day" by Mariah Carey and Boys to Men, and "She Bangs." She
0: bangs. She bangs.
1: Oh, Ricky baby,
0: she moves. She moves.
1: Jay's Brought to you by. No, William one. Hong. No, we don't want to promote him. We don't want to promote him. Shame on everyone who bought his album. Shame on you. Walter, by the way, has frequent collaborations with Kenny G, Michael Bolton, Mariah Carey, of course, Savage Dragon, Josh Groban, Jessica Simpson and Barbara Streisand. He actually wrote 28 songs for Mariah, about half of the Christmas album she had. Um, A song was published in 1994. It has diamond status in the US, which is 10 million sales, gold in Greece, uh 1 million and silver in Japan 30 million for streams just in streams they have their own status as far as how that goes uh the song itself though however has had 22 million sales Ooh,
0: how dare all of you people buy that <laughs> god awful trash
1: there are also of course alternative versions including one with justin bieber (laughs) mariah and justin bieber the cast of the show glee did their own version michael buble has his own version and big time rush from nickelodeon etr
0: getting the notice hey Uh, i thought we'd bring them up
1: if they've sold that many That'd be good. Which, by the way, qualifications for any band to be subject on this show. They have to have sold a million albums and crimes cannot be against another person. No rape, no murder, no assault. Sometimes we don't know that in advance. See previous episodes, Vanilla Ice and 30 Seconds to Mars.
0: So you're saying we're not going to be able to cover Mariah Carey because of crimes against humanity with this freaking
2: song? Well, this is a special, so it doesn't count.
1: My cat apparently agrees, which is what you may have heard in the background if you were listening carefully wow. we of the alternate versions though the one that sold the most is the mariah bieber with 545,000, which technically statuses it as gold By uh, yeah uh there are over one billion streams on spotify that is b is in bravo on average Mariah Carey makes between 600000 to $1 million in royalties off the song being played every December. That is one month she will make 600000 to $1 million in royalties. I can't even. It's surprisingly not the best-selling Christmas song of all time. All right, that to- goes to now. Bing Crosby's White Christmas. That's a good song, though. White but, Christmas sold, I believe it is over thirty million. I want to say it was thirty-five.
0: Good for Bing.
1: And uh, yeah, I see this is a note that was added by somebody else. What is this twenty million dollar lawsuit that she is facing?
2: Oh, oh yeah, I forgot I added that. Ah, uh, so she's currently hit with a twenty million dollar. Uh, what is it? Uh, what is it? what's the type of
1: lawsuit?
2: Like, I mean yeah, lawsuit, but what is it called? The type of lawsuit. It's a uh, copyright years later, Vance Vince Vance also known as Andy more possibly Stone. known as Andy Stone is charging her with a $20 million lawsuit that he's been apparently trying to settle outside of court with her for years, saying that he alleges that he wrote
1: it. Not
2: Mariah Carey.
0: All I want for Christmas is for Andy Stone to win that lawsuit.
1: I don't even think that's her net worth. I think she's way above that. I don't know. That wouldn't anything be anything that dent. makes
0: her not want this song to ever be played again. This hatred is deep. So, yeah, Jay, uh, for the sake on, of the
1: song.
2: <laughs> on Friday, June 1st, he is alleging that Mario Carey, her co-writer, Walter Afonso, in Sony Music Entertainment, he is alleging claims a copyright infringement, unjust enrichment, misappropriation, and violations of the Land Ham Act. The complaint alleges that Stone not only wrote and published the song first but that carrie's version is simply a copy or derivative deriv- derivative of the original song. Stone's version of All I Want for Christmas is you was in fact successful prior to release of Mariah Carey's version. It even climbed to number 55 on the country singles in 1994. So it sounds like he's got a very solid cop, uh, lawsuit
1: claim. All I want for Christmas is you is the title of a song released by Vince Vance and the Valiants in 1990. But the lyrics aren't exactly the same. However,
2: what, the, what is it? 30% right? Is that what we
1: Take back the holly and mistletoe, silver bells on string. If I wrote a, re- a letter to Santa Claus, I would ask for just one thing. That sounds pretty close. I don't need sleigh rides in the snow. Don't want a Christmas that's blue. Take back the tinsel stockings and bows, because all I want for Christmas is you. That does sound very close. And
0: I bet Mariah probably stole the bass line, too.
1: I don't need expensive things. They don't matter to me. I, know, doom, I don't doom, know da, how da, 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 the, da, da, da. the the tune of this goes at all. Actually, just here we go. Not what I expected.
0: Totally not the same song. Oh, I, I gotta show you this guy's hair.
1: Hang on, I gotta show you this guy's hair. This is crazy. I'm gonna show it to you on camera because <laughs> it's, it's it's so bad. It's like if Donald Trump got a blower to his head with the toupee.
0: Oh my god. <laughs>
1: That's him. (laughs) And here's the thing. His hair looked like that in the 90s, too. This is the greatest story we will ever cover. (laughs) So that's going to be the image for this episode. (laughs) And I'll put a little couple little Christmas trees or something in there.
2: (laughs) So it does uh, specifically say that copyright law does not protect titles, uh, even if they are identical. But it. does include a discussion on some commonly confused works such as ideas, methods, and systems, names and titles, and short phrases. Keep in mind, just because something not protected by copper doesn't mean it cannot be protected by some 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 form of other intellectual property. But that's where he his uh, complaint under so under the Lanham Act for false endorsement is coming into. So he's saying that since the complaint she used his title as well and his was already successful, she piggybacked off of that without proper authority or authorization from him. But song lyrics are protected under copyright, not just musical composition. Uh, and since this was like five, six months ago, there has not actually been any real updates on this at all. So it's probably just still trying to go through the court system. Well,
0: if you can get away with that, then I guess I'm going to start writing a song
2: called Dirty Pirates. I mean, why not?
1: Do you want me to call my attorney? <laughs> <laughs> I got three of them.
2: But yeah, that's definitely interesting. I'm really curious where this goes. I mean, if she loses it, that's a lot of money she's going to lose.
1: Yeah. I mean, the, the thing is, too, as a musician or even like an actor or anything like that, your income is dependent on the sales of what's currently going on, but you also have higher expenses. So if you are someone who likes to live in the lap of luxury, like Mariah Carey does, then like that having money a goes shoe fast. fetish? Well, yeah. I mean, I guess if you're buying Prada. That ain't cheap.
0: Have you seen the MTV cribs with her? Yes, she I have. It has an entire the like apartment. Yeah. I've had apartments half the size of that.
1: Yeah. I think it was the size of my last apartment. Seriously. And it's just all shoes. There's drawers, there's walls, there's shelves, there's everything. And then I don't know if it's her or Katy Perry. One of them on their rider wants a bathtub of milk.
0: I believe that is Mariah. I think I heard that before.
1: I don't think she's the only one either. And I don't under like just no, just Well,
0: no. it could also be one of those things kind of like the Brown M&Ms with Van Halen. The only reason <laughs> that they did it was to make sure that they were actually the, the clubs were actually
2: following the rider to a T. I,
1: I want to say the Wayne's world story, but I know I can't.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, apparently Vince Vance, uh, repealed, uh, withdrew his court, uh, case.
1: Sorry, Jay. Right, Vince, Vance,
0: Vince Vance, you are not getting a Christmas present from the Bain household ever again.
2: He, uh, withdrew it on November 2nd.
1: You know, Jay, I was expecting much more hatred from you on this, but you're oh, just, I'm holding back. Well, holding back. now, until is, the now right. is the time. Now is the time.
0: So if we're going to have a little story time with uh, Uncle Jay, handful of years ago when I was a precocious little college student at the age of 27, because, you know, I'm a late bloomer. I was an intern for a radio station in Louisville, Kentucky. One of the radio stations that the company I was working for owned was being reformatted at the end of the year. So on November 1st of that year, they decided to take that radio station and completely change its format to Christmas music, which was usually about three weeks to a month earlier than they normally did. Hmm. Of course, interns are used in the most wonderful ways possible, like counting 3000 some odd bras in a very small room, long story you might end up getting later on or dressing up like Justin Bieber and singing dancing outside of the Yum! Center or being a Black Friday butler or anything else that, Some people might have done, not me, no, no, yes, me. But I was told, hey, we need you to listen to this radio station and make sure that nothing out of the ordinary happens with any of the programming, no hiccups, you know, everything goes properly with every song. So I would usually have it playing in the background with whatever I was doing for at least a couple of weeks. In the process of that time, every single hour, I heard this song over <laughs> and over and over. I have gotten to the point. If I hear it, I will scream. When I'm at my current job, all of my wonderful, quote, friends that are really just coworkers. Hi, Ben. Hi, Justin. They love to pull up all I want for Christmas is you on their phone on Spotify and blast it around the Christmas time. Then they end up hearing, turn that off from me from across the way because (laughs) I cannot stand this. I'm going to save the reasons why this song is so horrible for just a little bit later on because it ties into some more of the episode. But just know my hatred for not only this song, but Mariah Carey, it's not unfounded. There's a reason for it. I'm not just hating to hate. I genuinely think it is a terrible song.
1: I'm really looking forward to this.
2: (laughs) I need to to hear it. I'm ready.
1: I'm uh, going to go ahead and get mine out of the way, I guess. Um, So as far as I'll, I'll say best, Album first, best you being a loose term. One of my favorites is uh, Narada, The Christmas Collection, which is actually really just synthesized music on a keyboard to make it sound like an orchestra. It's published by Narada Productions, which is a subsidiary of Universal Music. It's very new age, smooth jazz. And the reason that I actually enjoy this album so much is because for a number of years, that is the album that we play when my family trims the tree. And so it's almost become a little bit of a tradition where we have to play that. We still play other music too, but that album has to be played at least once while we're taking care of that. So it's just a nice thing associated with nice memories. And that's really all it is. It's not anything amazing. It's not anything spectacular. It's not a Brian Setzer Christmas, which I think is an album. I know he's done a couple of Christmas albums and I, I would love to hear that. It honestly sounds like it'd be pretty fun. As far as a weird one though, because I don't want to say hated, but weird the teenage mutant ninja turtles are a pop culture icon have been since the late 80s since the cartoon came out the comics are amazing the movies are great the live show not so much and in 1994 there was a tv special that came out i'm more than positive it was fox called we wish you a turtle christmas you can watch this in its entirety on youtube it is, uh, it, it's a trip. It, it's very strange. I forgot this existed until I was looking up bad Christmas albums and this came on the list and I'm like, wait a minute, the Ninja Turtles had this? And then I hit play and I went, oh dear God, I remember this. <laughs> there is a reggae dub version of Deck the Halls as sung by Raphael. That starts with deck the halls with pepperoni (laughs) and it's creepy. Like the lyrics are bad enough as it is. It, It is a trip to watch. I do suggest you go check it out, but there's a couple notes. If you do the animatronic heads only open and close. There's no movements out of the corners of the mouth, which by the way, by this time, Three movies had been released of live action Ninja Turtles with (laughs) movements like they have lips, you know, so it looks like they're actually saying the words that are being heard. This just has an open and close like a trash compactor. That's all it is. It is terrifying to watch that.
0: What's so sad is the animatronics on the movies was so good. It was ahead of its time, really, with like the way they were able to get the, the mouth movement.
1: John, you okay? <laughs> no. Well, you okay there, buddy? Do you need a glass of water or something? <laughs> the trash <laughs> That's the only... Th- Dude, watch it. All I say is watch it. Watch one oh. song. You'll understand immediately what I'm talking about. Oh, my God.
0: So listeners, I'm definitely going to need to see the We Wish You a Turtle Christmas trending by the end of this holiday season. Please.
1: Another thing too, the views. (laughs) It was like the actual producers of the cartoon and movies didn't really have anything to do with it. It was them just kind of cashing in on the turtle's image because the colors between Raphael and Michelangelo and Donatello and Leonardo were too close to each other. So the only way that you could actually tell the turtles apart was their costuming. So Michelangelo had to wear a scarf. That's the only way, you know, it's Mikey and that that's just, yeah. And then the, as far as the costumes were concerned, now I will say the bodysuit itself looked okay, presentable, It was brighter than the film versions, but you could see the zippers. Yeah. Also, they're wearing shoes. Throughout why? which is just like why? They're turtles and they're ninjas,
0: I, so they would be taped up feet normally. This
1: is also uh I'm not positive on this because I feel like their live album that they did actually was the first one, but I have to check the years. This is also apparently the first time that the Ninja Turtles rap.
2: Oh my gosh.
1: I I remember the live action or not the live action, but the live album that they did. And it was a show that toured, but I don't remember if they rapped on that. So I'm going to take a look real quick.
0: But remember, though, go ninja, go ninja, go go ninja, go ninja, go.
1: Horrible human being. We're not talking about him again. Coming Out of Their Shells was a studio album. It was produced in 1990.
2: I've been coming out of my cage and I've been doing just fine.
1: This has been another edition of John Coleman's Karaoke. Uh, We will return to Parlay Radio here in a moment after the rest of us have to cleanse our ears.
0: All right, so I guess I'll go with at least my most favorite holiday song. And before everyone thinks, well, Jay, obviously you're a Scrooge. Your heart is two sizes too small. Listen, everyone, I love Christmas. I really do. We don't think you do. My shoes aren't too tight. I'm not the Grinch. I just like good music. And the, my favorite song, honestly, I think is going to be good music if you really listen to it. So it's by the Bare Naked Ladies and Sarah McLachlan uh, off of the Bare Naked for the Holidays album released in 2004. Uh, it's a song called God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen and We Three Kings. It's a melody between the two. And if you've never heard this version of that song, it is phenomenal. I mean, how many Christmas songs have a stand-up bass in it, right? They, they've got the stand-up play, bass playing the entire time. Great sound to it. It's a really well-done melody. Uh, the only problem that I have is that there's not enough Sarah McLachlan in it. Her voice sings, her, her voice is very good in this song. It's sung just absolutely beautifully. There's just not enough of it. But at the end of the they it's the bare naked ladies and they're Canadian and that makes them better than everything else.
1: You know, Sarah McLaughlin does have that voice that like, it makes your brain happy when it's you hear like, her sing.
0: It's like haunting, but
2: also like comforting at the same time. Yeah.
1: But isn't it's, like her
2: voice also the voice that makes you want to be extremely depressed from the, all those SCA commercials? It definitely, well, just that it, it makes song. Me want to, it makes me want to adopt
0: every dog I see.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, if I if I felt depressed listening to anybody's voice that is actually a decent singer, it would be Anya. Sorry to all the Anya fans out there. Just I, you're just sad listening to it, or you're looking at the coastline in Ireland. One or the other, which is a beautiful coastline. The Emerald Coast is gorgeous. Shout out to all my buddies in Ireland. Shout all, out! All, all three of you. If there's more than three people that listen to this in Ireland, I will be thrilled.
0: <laughs> I mean, that would mean we'd be an international success at that point.
1: We do have fans in England. Yeah! Hi, England! Tell your friends. Uh-oh. Tell your neighbors. I know you can't cross the bridge without a passport anymore, but please tell them.
0: telly hope. Oh, John, please. No no stereotypical things to make them stop listening, please.
1: No. Carry on, Jay.
0: I was going to, that, that's pretty much it with that song. So John, you, you want to give your, uh, most ridiculous.
1: Oh, crazy, amazing,
0: gosh.
2: awesome album. All right. So I got a two parter here guys. All right. So the worst, maybe not worst, but like most ridiculous Christmas album. I got a backstory on it. I never would have known this album ever would have existed if it wasn't for the fact that I watched one of the worst movies I've ever watched in my life called star wars a holiday special
1: (laughs) (laughs) i i have to ask when did you watch it like for the first time
2: just a couple years ago okay all right i i it no i i i'm
1: hey look dude i our our empathy is there okay like (laughs) significantly because some of us watched it during our childhood and suffered a lot a lot worse fate (laughs) so as an adult at least you can come you know, condition your emotions after watching it. But I just had to know because I don't know if it's somebody's parents showing him, you know, the video or your parents showing you the video or something. I had to ask. Due to the movie, they
2: released a album called Christmas in the Stars, also known as Christmas in the Stars. The Star Wars Christmas Album, produced in 1988, 1980 by RSO Records. It features recordings of Star Wars-themed Christmas songs and stories about a droid factor robots makes toys years round for S-Claws. Most of it's done by British actor Anthony Daniels, who is known for his role as C-3PO, and it and it, it's just bad. So it features such great classic songs as Christmas in the Stars, Bells, 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 The Odds Against Christmas, What Can You Get a Wookiee for Christmas, r2d2 we wish you a merry christmas it's it's rough but uh yeah that's easily one of my worst more interesting ones but my favorite christmas album of all time is called shatner clause a william shatner christmas and this wonder masterpiece of a christmas album features some well-known artists also known as brad paisley iggy pop and numerous other features it's from start to finish a wonderful album. If anybody wishes to get me a Christmas gift, please get me a signed autographed Shatner Claus album by William Shatner.
1: Maybe we can send this to him and then just see if he'll send one himself. I mean, the guy's like 90 and still doing everything and has the brain of like a 30 year old.
2: That man just went to space.
1: And he was really depressed whenever he came back because he showed it showed how small we were compared to everything else.
2: The dude's a, a national
0: is icon. the final frontier.
1: God bless the captain.
0: I do want to say, though, the title of it, it, it sounds like something my dog did last night. Oh, what the dog do? <laughs> ah, she's in her claws.
1: Yeah, but Iggy Pop? Look, Iggy Pop's not, a, not an easy get, you know? And oh, he's Paisley. iconic in his own way, but he's not an easy Paisley's get for collaborating.
0: Paisley's a really good guitarist. Sorry. Yeah, it, it's just great. Oh, uh,
2: the Rudolph- you'll go down in
0: history.
2: I just- I love it. It's great. It's just exactly what you would ever expect William Shatner to do. It's just William Shatner being William Shatner for Christmas, and it's all I've ever wanted in my life. I listen oh. to it every year with my gamer buddies all on repeat in my Discord channel all the time it, during the holidays. It's just- it's a classic.
0: Thank you, Devin. I need to laugh before this <laughs> chaos rains down upon Mariah Carey.
2: <sighs> and the picture, the 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 album cover of it is just William Shatner wearing aviators and a Santa outfit.
1: It's amazing. <laughs> that makes me so happy.
2: <laughs> it's like, you know, uh, some artists make Christmas albums, you know, like Jonas Brothers Christmas album, Ariana Grande Christmas album, and it's just, there's no originality on it, but William Shatner does it for sh- and giggles, and it's completely original and amazing. From start to finish.
1: I mean, did you ever hear his cover of Rocket Man? I hope you have. The, he has Man. he
2: actually has like three albums. He has an entire yeah. uh uh David Bowie cover album, I believe.
0: We're still looking for the replacement for John, right, Devin?
1: Uh, I I just assumed John was Canadian, you know. I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt for David Bowie.
0: Hopefully he'll say sorry.
1: Does he call the rapper "little Bowo?
2: Bowo. Bow Wow. Oh,
1: yeah, that's right. He dropped the Lil because he's an adult now. The moment has come for Jay's, dare I say, uh, heavily edited diatribe because I know I'm going to have to censor a lot. So, my good friend Jay, take it away.
0: First, Devin, I want to apologize in advance for the expletives that are about to be laden throughout this rant.
1: And that's where I cut the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Just
2: Leave it there.
1: I'm going to cut the episode and I'm just going to put all I want for Christmas is you in there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My most hated Christmas album is Merry Christmas by Mariah Carey, released in 1994. Why do I hate this album so much? Because she sucks. Look, when she sings, all she hits are what I like to call dog notes. It's that super high-pitched note that only a dog can hear. She did it, Wendy Houston did it, and it's one of those things. It doesn't make you a great singer. It honestly makes you a great whistle. This album has way too many songs that have continuous radio play for a two-month period throughout November and December. And you know what the problem is? Everyone wants to start celebrating Christmas the day after Halloween. You know what that means? An extra f***ing month of Mariah care. Nobody wants that. Nobody at all. Okay? She finds a way to make good songs because there's some wonderful written songs that are on this album. She makes them terrible. Her voice Jumps more than a Mexican jumping bean. Why is this so jumpy? She hits a high note and a low note at the same f- time. Who the f- does that? That no, you're not a good singer. <laughs> every time I hear any one of those songs, I want to stick a f- menorah in my ears every single time. <laughs> now here's the other thing too. Two songs on this album, Randy Jackson. You know, the guy from American Idol. He plays bass on them. Why in the Yule Tide Tinsel is Randy Jackson playing bass on two Rye Carey f- songs, huh? huh? At the end of the day, I'm going to say this. High notes don't mean you're a good singer. It just means you can sonically assault people with your f-ing voice. I think I'm done. Merry Christmas, y'all.
1: This episode is brought to you by Therapy. We would like to relieve the stigma of therapy for our listeners. Don't be afraid; therapy is here to help. <laughs> i Was writing that the whole time. <laughs> you were going off. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was great. Oh, that, that felt so
0: good. Also, Justin and Ben, if you're still listening, off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody!
0: And a happy new
1: year you know it's not a, a full album or anything but really i mean we all could agree that the worst christmas song is the hanukkah song
0: no no it's a great song but you it's not by... a christmas song you mean by adam sandler that is yeah. true it... the greatest hanukkah song ever
1: it is the greatest hanukkah song but it's the worst christmas song just nothing there i mean i'm really disappointed there's no santa you know please go listen to the hanukkah song it's fantastic for for any of our jewish listeners i don't think sandler did a favor to the community or anything like that it is a great comedic song for the holidays i do suggest it if you're younger and you've never heard of it go look it up there's three of them three hanukkah songs by adam sandler at least three that i know of he might have had a fourth There you go. For anybody that is celebrating the holidays at this time of year, this special episode was brought to you by the mind of John Coleman. I will give him credit, despite his pronunciation of David Bowie. It's David Bowie, what's wrong? He said it right. He's retracting himself from the plank. He's retracting himself from the plank. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you have a wonderful and safe holiday season. Please do your best. Be kind to others. You should do that 100 percent of the time, anyway. It doesn't have to be a holiday spectacular for you to do that. Santa is watching you all year, all year,
2: all the time, 24/7, 365. Big Brother's always watching you.
1: Exactly. What a creep. I know.
2: Why has Why hasn't anybody put a restraining
0: order on this guy yet?
1: I've tried. They can't get him. His address is too big. Just North Pole.
0: Devin, it's because with that beard. You are Santa Claus.
1: Yeah, but I'm not a boy here. On behalf of Parlay Radio, John and Jay, thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful holiday season. Episodes will still be on every two weeks, but as far as this recording session is concerned, we're going to take off for a little bit. So you'll hear the next episode in a few weeks and then again in the new year. Have a lovely evening and a lovely holiday season. We will see you next time.
0: Merry Christmas, you bastards!
1: Happy New Year!